Hello and welcome to the Counter Press Podcast. I am your host, Kirk Kinsey, and with me is Josh Cacho and my son, Rivers, all in the car leaving the Leon game. Uh, Josh, what you got? That was something, to say the least. Um, obviously, definitely a disappointment to get to not get more out of this one. Just because, again, I think you... The end, the end of the of the first game set sets you up to do something, to make something of it, but to come out the way you did. Um, and again, you're you know you they they took a chance, they took a big risk, but ultimately didn't have quite the game plan, or the ta- or is it the game plan or the tactics to match what ultimately what you're trying to do there, right? So again, they come out in a three four three. Um, with Keelini returning again, great to see him back. You know, you knew you knew you were going to need him to do something against you know a low a low a low defending block. But Leon was happy to sit back even further and invite you know the two center backs to the play up field, and we just got nothing there. And again, when when we're, now we resort to playing long balls, the midfield is just non-existent. Again, you're just outnumbered there, right? You have. Yeah. Two versus four, essentially. So again, it's disappointing to kind of see, to see what, how ultimately they decided to play it, given what they prob- what they could have done there. Again, it seems like they had the right intentions without with a just very poor execution. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the three four three was a shock, and me and Josh spent some trying spent some time together trying to figure out. Why exactly you they go with that? And like Josh mentioned, we figured it was because they'd want to have a numerical advantage uh, against their two pressing strikers, especially with a passer like Chiellini. To be totally honest, we thought that Chiellini would be playing on the left and Aaron Long would be in the middle um, where he can just continue to pass sideways as he does. And then Mario on the right where he can drive forward. We saw some of that this game. Um, but... Also, as Josh said, they were they were perfectly content not to put any pressure on those center backs and just dare them to get forward. Uh, again, we saw a little bit from Mario, but if he's the one that's driving into the midfield and playmaking, then Leon are going to be more than happy with that idea. Um, Rivers, what have you got for the listeners? Uh, it was actually kind of disappointing because we had a lot of chances, but we just didn't finish any of them. Yeah, I had a fair amount, yeah. Um, the U-20 U.S. men's team just lost, and they play the back 3-2. So, <laughs> I I don't think that's a good lineup to have sitting in the back. Yeah, you definitely have to have the right personnel for it. Um, Josh, uh, what else here? I mean, I guess we just dive right into what we saw and what we used I think more specifically what we didn't see out of who out of the personnel on the field, but I mean, where you want to go first? I think I think we have to to talk about the elephant in the room, that being the candle has been extinguished. Um, Sad times, right? Like the the man, the myth, the legend. You know, our first cap. You know, our, our not first captain, but our you know our first designated player. Just first player. Lo- first player in team history, right? Carlos Vela just doesn't look like he's got anything left there, or at least in the role that they're asking him to play, right? Again, yeah. in this particular system today, you're not doing the guy any favors if you're expecting 
him to play off the wing isolated and have to beat guys yeah, off the Yeah, playing dribble. a long ball, going to have to win the initial 1v1 and then get by the guy as well. Um, it was asking a lot of him. Uh, we still know that he has immense quality, but I think they are going to have to find a different role for him if they're going to continue to use him this way in in big games uh, against quality competition. One of the comments we made coming out was, Leon is not RSL, and Vela is incapable of getting behind there. That's one of the things you notice as soon as uh, Butte came in for him. Granted, Butte was on the left, and Opoka moved over to the right, but those two guys were getting in behind with much more frequency. Now, they also had the benefit of a fuller midfield that was playing balls in behind, but uh, I think it's hard to ignore that they were just more effective physically than, yeah. than Carlos was. And you see it a couple of times. He's trying to get around. Like he's on that right wing. He cuts back to his left, and he's trying to get around the defender to shoot. And he just doesn't have that same burst as he used to to, to get to create a little bit of space to hit that group. Yeah. I mean, but it speaks to the larger point that if you if Carlos can't be 2019 Carlos Miller, right, which, again, who, who really is? Right, that's the most absurd season that we've seen in the history of the league. Yeah. Right. But if he's not that guy, or just doesn't just doesn't have that extra little oomph to get to that next level, or to just give you a little bit something more, your tactics can't be to expect him to give you more. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. what it felt like today was, okay, if you know we're gonna play a little bit more reserved, right? Leon beat us a couple, you know, beat us badly a couple times. Um, throughout that first game, so Acosta and Ili are going to play a, a lot more reserve, you know, in a in a deeper in a deeper holding position. But now you just are expecting the forwards to just do too, you know, you're expecting probably too much of your forwards to have them create everything um, in one v one situations or sometimes in Boanga's case. 3v1. Well, not only that, but you're not even getting the ball to their feet for 1v1s. It's one thing if you get the ball to Boanga and he's facing the opposing goal and he's got one guy to beat. But today it was all like the way that they set up in this 3-4-3, you have all three forwards against the back line. You have Ilya and Acosta who are essentially marked out of the midfield because they're just in a 4-4-2, right? And so you have Long and Murillo trying to get the ball to the forwards and every time they touch the ball, they're facing the wrong way. Now, under normal circumstances against lower competition or, you know, if you're not really chasing and they can't be totally bunkered in, you're, you're probably okay to go with some of that. But they just didn't – they couldn't stay on the ball. I mean, if, if the score it. is 0-0 zero, zero, right after heading coming back home, then you can do a lot of that, right? You're yeah, probably yeah. fine, right? But knowing that you're down 2-1, you're chasing a good goal. Right, they're content to just sit back and counter in a well-organized low block. Um, again, like it, it just didn't, it didn't come off how you expected. Right now, would things have been different if Chiellini is a little bit more fit and can play on the left-hand side? Probably, right, because now you have both center backs who can drive into space, and especially Chiellini is more than capable of hitting the pass you need to set it all up. Yeah, he can find passes into the midfield, into the striker, you know, the, the feet of the nine. He can play a ball over the top uh, to the winger or, you know, lay it on the deck out into space for the winger. He can hit the cross as well. Um, but, yeah, it's just it having him that far from goal, it doesn't make any sense to me 
to put him out there on the field in that position where he's the farthest guy from goal when he's really out there to to be a playmaker from deep, right? So uh, I think I think if anybody with a press pass was to ask Chirondolo, and who knows uh, what the thinking was um, with with the back three, I think there's a decent answer, but it's also clear that it didn't work. And he's probably going to be pretty honest about, yeah, we had to make a change. And at halftime, they go in, down, down a goal, down two goals, really, on the aggregate. And then we see them go back to the 4-3-3, and it looked better immediately, but it was just never it was just never going to be enough tonight. Yeah, and especially again when you're after Wanga missed that early chance. Yeah. Right, that's the one that you you needed to get Leon on their heels and to probably change the change the dynamic of the game. But again, you let them get settled in and again they they look comfortable from start to finish. You didn't you never really maybe Five six minutes of the of the initial flurry, um, LAFC looked up, be putting them on their heels a little bit. But after they kind of settled in and kind of figured out what LAFC were doing, I didn't. I was hard pressed to find opportunities where or situations in which Leon looked bothered in any way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the other thing about this is it's a great indication that. Diego Palacios and Sergi Palencia are fullbacks. They're not they're not wingbacks where they're gonna be wide midfielders and you really want to send all your attack through them. I thought Palacios really struggled to find uh, open runners, struggled to find the final ball. Um, Palencia was effective, he came off injured. I I, I hope he's alright. Uh, it was hard to see from inside the stadium because he went down and then immediately Ryan, Ryan Hollings said was up and he was subbed. So I don't, not sure what happened there, but um, the idea that you're just going to find their feet and they're going to be the ones that are going to solve all your problems and, and unpick the lock is that should be done and dusted. Yeah. I mean, you were asking for trouble. I mean, again, maybe if you were to tell me it was vintage Holland's head, Bella combination down the flank, Maybe it's a different conversation, but today, yeah, but that's still Hollingshead coming up later against you know against a retreating midfielder. Yes. Whereas when true. you're playing wing back, they're getting the ball and there's a midfielder already in place, right? You're getting them the ball earlier and asking them to do a lot more. So I, it's one thing to overlap late; it's another thing to do it all with the ball at your feet. So ah, it's a, yeah, it's a I tough mean, spot. Again, like neither of those guys is you know. Trent Alexander Arnold or yeah, a, yeah. whatever wing back or you know whatever guy out there that that is essentially a midfielder that is functioning right you know in, as a wing back or whatever but yeah like it just it's it's a it's a disappointing effort from a team that that's had so much promise and you do wonder you know is it a matter of them running out of gas is it a matter of them just not having was the was was the death overrated, as much as Michele Giannone put it, right? That he yeah. called it early yeah. on, saying like, LAFC de- LAFC's depth is probably more overrated than they're giving you know getting credit for. Now, I do think, again, if if Chiellini's healthy and Long is your third center back, and you can play a, four, a straight up four three three. Maybe it's a different story, but 
again, I, I there wasn't a there wasn't a move that Steve could have made today. You know, when you look at the bench, that you really felt was going to make a huge difference. Oh, yeah, there really wasn't. I mean, I you bring on Sifu and Tillman, right? And the midfield looked much better, much more lively after that. Um, then again, there were three midfielders on the field at that point, so it's not like. It's not like they're doing as much heavy lifting as Ilya and Acosta. I think I think that thing that held those two back was just tactics, right? But like you're subbing off uh, Vela and Bogic for Opoku and Buke, who neither one of which have a whole lot of final product in them. Uh, they are incredible physically and pretty good one on one, but in terms of like. Uh, Buke getting directly to goal and scoring, and in terms of Opoku being able to combine with other teammates, it's just not there. So he, he's none, no one is Gareth Bale, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like yeah. for as for as much you know as Bale was was not always available due to injury and those sort of things, he he he's a guy that you know was going you know to dunk on someone. But it really matters, you need to, yeah. right? And uh, and again, as a Liverpool fan, I've seen Bale just break my heart multiple times over and over. But that's what that's what these guys do, and again, that's that's what that's that last punch that LAFC seems to lack at this point. Um, is Dennis Bowanga is a killer. Yeah. And if they put three away, three on him, and don't let him, never let him get going. Where you don't have a credible midfield that's going to be able to build up consistently, um, you're asking for trouble. And again, maybe, yeah. maybe that that's where they got it wrong. Maybe it should have been Acosta, Tillman, Ilié in a four-three-three, um, and you do your thing, and you know, and you you allow Acosta to kind of just balance out the attack a little bit more than it was, you know, in the previous game, yeah. as opposed to going to a full a full back three. Again, again, maybe hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't know, but right. it, it just feels like with what they started with, you were you you weren't leaving much left after your initial shot. Right. That initial right. shot didn't land. What's the saying? If you come for the king, you dare not miss. Yeah. And they missed, and it paid for it. Yeah. Right. In the long run. So I'm just realizing, Josh, we didn't set up. We didn't put out a call for questions. I don't know if you want to do that real quick since I'm driving. Uh, while you're doing that, Rivers, I know you were frustrated with the officiating. Now, typically on the show, we don't we don't allow for a whole lot of referee blame, but what did you think of the officiating? I think it was really bad because they only they were they were just floppy. Like they would they would barely get touched and they would be on the ground floor five minutes yeah. being, just being an absolute baby and the ref would call it every time. Yeah. It was really frustrating. Rivers, welcome to CONCACAF. So we call this being CONCACAF. There is an and that was a master class in CONCACAF. Yeah, I mean, again, you put yourself, LAFC put themselves into the situation where yes. you allow yes. Leon to do that, right? Yeah. So, being down a goal, you, you knew that they were going to Delay every throw in. I mean, it was from minute one. Yeah, from minute one there was a throw in, and Leon is refusing to take it. Uh, so yeah, you there's there's you. I mean, you can't 
you can't put yourself in that situation. It's just awful. But go ahead, Rivers. What were you gonna say? Like in the first minute, Acosta and some guy on my own, they were like kind of in a bit of a fight, and the guy just fell over. Yeah. Acosta didn't even touch him. He fell over and grabbed his face. Yeah. Yeah. It is frustrating when your team needs the ball to be in play and to see the other team just doing everything they can to keep it dead. But yeah, I didn't. I, I thought I thought the ref did let the game get out of hand. I don't know how you keep a game in a stadium like that. The atmosphere was incredible from from both sets of fans. To be honest, I, I felt like LAFC did a you know the LAFC fans did a good job of keeping the Lyon fans in check when they were olaying or, or when they start chanting, for the most part, they were able to shut it down. Um, but uh, I, don't, I don't know how you control an atmosphere like that truly when you're one man with a whistle. Yeah. I mean, again, like we shout out to uh, Tom Camilleri for, yeah, uh, for hooking it up because we ended up being able to sit near with him and, uh, get a different view, but where we were sitting was right underneath the Leon Leon away (laughs) section, and um, we didn't, things weren't getting pretty towards the end of the end of the game, to say the least. So, again, like, there's, there's only, there's only so much you can do, right, especially if you let, if you let it go early, there's no way to reel that one back in, right? Right. So, uh, and it's also a part of of, you know, any kind of soccer south of, of the border. <laughs> I mean, right. it's, it's part of the game. It's a big part of the game, uh, the blank housery, right? That yeah. is a big part of the game. And we would expect LAFC to be doing it if the tables were turned and we were up. Like, we don't need quick restarts right now. We yeah. need to kill this I game I mean, Chiellini is the master of set, yeah, set tactics in, in that, in that uh, – you know, in, in the dark arts, right? But I think it's just it's it's a very American thing to to be very extremely frustrated with it because it's just not something that like the it's the what is it for for Americans? It's part of the unwritten rules of of, of sports. Right, right. We have a lot of we have a lot of a lot of sports that, and especially like baseball, which I don't I don't really know if you can call it the national pastime anymore. But so many unwritten rules. Yeah. In baseball that will get you. Thrown at. Yeah, like if you were to if you, if you were to waste time and like if this again, it's not apples and apples to orange or apples to apples comparison, right? It's very much completely different. But if you were to say, you know, if if you were to do something similar and waste time in a timed game in baseball, someone's coming at you with a yeah the fastball to you're, the hip. You're gonna get plucked and nobody's gonna bat an eye. Like everybody just understands. Like yeah, he was being an idiot, so yeah. he's gonna get plucked. And so it's like encouraged to do absolutely. And so the kid. So I think obviously, like I, we, I understand frustration, but at the same time, it's like again, you, if you're LAFC, you get you reap what you sow. Yeah, right? absolutely. You, don't absolutely. put yourself in like you should be in the situation where you, you are the one, pulling said shenanigans, not having to yell at them to get off the floor because again, they're doing everything they should. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if the shoe's on the other foot. I don't blame him. I, I, I'm, I'm expecting us to do the same. Right, right. So I did want to hit one of the things. We talked about the back three not working. Uh, large, 
I think we mostly talked about it from personnel standpoint, like person in the personnel in that back three. And it's really just Aaron Long doesn't work as a distribute uh, as like a distributing center back. That's no surprise to anyone. Uh, I think anybody that is saying that kind of thing would work with him is either a coach trying to hype him up or a troll on Twitter uh, trying to hype up the league or some, I don't know. Um, but what really, where they really struggled for me um, is there was so much space in between the midfield and the front three that when a ball would go, so let's say Mario steps forward and tries to hit a ball in, in for Vela and the back line of Leon wins it, that ball is headed back into the midfield where there's nobody there because there's just so much space there. Um, and vice versa as well. If, you know, one of our center backs steps up to win a header, that ball's going over the two midfielders who had to play so deep because that's where they're being marked. Um, and there's nobody to come in and get the ball unless it's Bogic, you know, peeling off as a false nine. But again, like we said earlier, now he's facing our goal, running away and He's not Leo Messi, right? He's not going to be that effective. None of, none of the guys on the well, team are. And even then, with with our front three kind of placed as wide as they were, I'm surprised it wasn't the responsibility of the wingbacks to tuck in into the midfield there. Yeah, or or to even push higher. Yeah, right? if we're push if, higher if, and then then have them drop off. Yeah. yeah. So if they're you know so if you're, if you're going to play Plencia and and Palacios out that wide as full-on wing-back wingers, whatever it may, yeah. you want to call it, then I would expect Bogut and Vela to both drop in and play more of a 3-4-2-1, yeah. right? Where, yeah. where Buanga stays high and Vela and, and Bogut can form a, you know, a square, a passing square with the two midfielders, right? Kind of shift to a box midfield, yes. right? And you're, and you're able to combine there. You know, any, because because these, are, these are duels where we, LFC wins regularly, yeah. right? Off that long ball, that's where you expect Sifu and Latif in past years, and Tillman to win second balls and then get your off to the races, right? Like, that is that is the namesake of the show, is that counter-press off that yeah. long ball. Yeah. But there was, again, when you leave that much space, what, what are you doing you with? Um, because, again, by the time now that ball comes, it's a 50-50 ball between Ilya and, and, you know, and one of the Lyon players who were just quicker to it more often than not, yeah. right? Yeah. Same thing with, you know, Acosta on the other side. You know, there's a couple times when you get it and you you can spark a little bit of transition, but not consistently enough that the tactic that they, you know, like the formation of the tactic that they chose was going to make a whole lot of sense there. Again, there's Bella, Bella and Bogu's kind of get caught in no man's land more often than not. And so if you're going to play Bogu's dropped into the middle, as a false nine or a ten or whatever you want to call it, you know you ha- he has to be there defensively on the counter press. But again, more often than not, he's he's rotated out wide to start, and then it's, then it's asked to come in. But by the, a lot of times, by the time he play, he played it here, he actually moved, made that move in. He's having to fight for a, a header, right, as opposed to yeah. a ball played to yeah. his feet where he can turn and make a pass. So yeah, he just. I think the, one of the more shocking things is just is really just not having. Yeah, you know, you're down to one DP essentially. Yep. As it currently stands, yep. right? Carlos Vela doesn't have DP form, um, and I'm not sure he'll ever get it back. 
Wonga is obviously your DP and VDP, and then obviously your third one is still open, right, for this for this summer transfer window. So it's gonna have to be a young guy as well. Yeah, you're not gonna go out and buy a finished product. So there's you're only gonna get so much so much help at this point, right? Yeah. Unless you're able to sign someone on a Gareth Bale Cam deal, right? Which, again, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't leave it past them to do something to do something about it. But I again I also don't know how much time is actually available at this point because yeah. you you know like you have to deal Chicho. You know, don't tell me that Chicho doesn't make a huge difference in this game. You know, I mean, he's at least somebody that they can't leave alone. When they when they are all over Bawanga. How I mean, how many times did we see Bawanga uh, start in a one v one and end up in a one v three because they just don't respect anybody else? Yeah, right. And I, and rightfully so. Yeah, I get like Bella Bella used to be right the 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 poster boy for the walking gravity stat in Major League Soccer. Yeah, yeah. But right now he's basically a moon. <laughs> you know, there's. There is not very much gravity holding holding guys toward him because he just doesn't. When you're that slow, yeah, you know, like why why even engage? You can say you know he's not going to beat you. Doesn't like have, you. He doesn't have that same burst to yeah. get around the edge. And you it, could basically just you can it slide. Sucks. It sucks to see it. You can slide your feet like a normal defensive drill, and that's <laughs> about it. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you're not having to give any extra thing to stay with him the way that you would previously, and. Again, and if, to utilize them, in, to actually use, but you could change things up to utilize them probably a bit better, but you didn't see that move coming from, you know, there wasn't a move there, right? Um, you know, to let him play more inside where he's actually to get the ball at his feet and do, right. and make a turn. Again, it was a lot of him just. It would be interesting to maybe see him if you if you wanted to play like a three five two or or even a diamond, and you put him at the 10, and you just let him do his thing from wherever. And then it's typically when a 10 picks up the ball in those spots, it's somebody stepping at him, right? And it's not him getting the ball already under pressure. Yeah. So, that I mean, that, that might be interesting. But, I mean, that also changes a lot of what the rest of the team does around you. So, uh, it's a tough spot to be in. It's sad to see happen. Yeah. And, again, because, again, you're maybe you can play him in a – Four two three one at the top, but again, you're now you're going to lose out on some of that midfield pressure and then yeah. the counter press because again, yeah. you just you just don't have it up there. So again, there's a lot. I'm I'm left with more questions than I ever thought I would have about LAFC at this point of the season. Yeah, yeah. Right. Given I mean, granted, it is it is it is a Liga MX team, right? So it's not it's if you if you lose like this to Philly, for example, or, you know, I, I, Seattle or another another good team in the league, then it's, I think, more alarm bells are going off. So I think I think there is some leeway in the fact that it's League on Max, it's Champions League, right? And you're just not at that level still. But, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you that uh, it is not a good time to be asking these questions. Yeah, I mean, again, especially, <clears throat> obviously, again, the, the Tam thing, it always, we're never sure how much they have. They could have a ton for all I know. Didn't seem like it in the early part of the, yeah. uh, the transfer yeah. at the start of the year uh, when Chicho was dealt. 
uh, or sold to Pachuca. So, yeah, it, it really, you really do have to wonder where where the production's going to come from if now you can just send, you know, send three guys at Buanga and, and then that's it, right? Like, yeah. you've seen it in a couple games, you know, like playing against some of these teams that are, that are, you know, that are bunkered in a little bit. You know, San Jose was probably a good example of that, where, you know, you started, you know, Buanga, Vela, and Bogut, right? And it felt like San Jose just ran ran right through them at times. And so if that midfield isn't humming, and, and you, you also have to wonder, like, what are the miles on Ilya's legs? What, you know, where where Sifu's head? You know, again, Tillman's still a young guy. Has you know, I think he said he's he's playing really well, um, kind of shown flashes. But again, no one has played with enough consistency to really give you to give you that sense of peace as it pertains to this team, right? And it's like, yeah, really, you're 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 you find yourself a bit uneasy. Again, you're still in a great position, but I think there's again more questions than I than I think we thought would be. Uh, real quick, this is outside the, param- the normal parameters of the show, but we are driving along the 605 North, which is just the loveliest part of Los Angeles, the 605. And we just passed a sign that says there is a drug-resistant gonorrhea alert. So, welcome to be safe out there. Yeah. <laughs> with, that, with that in <laughs> mind, let's go ahead and go to some questions. We've had a couple um, filter in since we threw this one out. Um, first from Sopper Amara. Um We were gutless and clueless and we got what we deserved. Rivers, what do you say to that one? I think we did get what we deserved. Yeah. We, we, were, play, we were playing like no possession. Yeah. It was kind of just football the whole time. And I think if we would have possessed a little more, like actually built out of the back line instead of just giving it to Mario and having him trip, or giving it to Keely. I mean, Chiellini, he's like, I don't have anything bad to say about him. Can you ever? It's Chiellini. I mean, even, you, even when you do, he's going to diffuse it yeah. with, like, some smile and a joke, right? No. He's, he's not going to let I you mean, hold on. Also, I think Mario did what he was, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's just... Take that space, try. He, he's, he's just not, not great at it. Yeah. He's not Mario, He's not Chiellini. Right? Right. Yeah. All right. Our next one here from Jonathan at Bruzology. There was a moment in the first half where Long was up midfield and had a freeway-sized lane to open up to a wide-open man up top. He played the ball sideways. The guy next to me says, oh, Kirk is going to destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think that's probably when I texted you. Yeah. Because uh, I, You know what? No, this is a different one. Because I texted Josh. Long was stuck on the left-hand side and played a left-footed ball in towards the striker. And it just went straight to a Leon defender who then rammed it right back down our throats. And I don't think it ended in a shot on goal, but they got the ball into the box. But uh, but at least it's an attempt at a progressive pass. It wasn't right, No, and that's the thing. is you, it's, You're just happy that, like, okay, he's trying, yeah. right? Like, the fact that he played a left-footed pass into the middle was like, oh, he's evolving, right? Uh, but uh, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm just happy to hear that other people see it and that apparently the show has saturated enough to Jonathan's now having conversations about it. That's awesome. The random fan next to you talks about his, his 
making clear that Kirk's going to destroy him. So, Josh, uh, our John, please send my love to this fan, and uh, would love to find out who that is and so I can start following them on Twitter. All right, the next one here from Luis at L. Raton Chingon. <laughs> okay. I have terrible Spanish right there. Is Bella a fraud? Genuinely, he kind of ghosted Oof. Big Beans. Um, Rivers was quick on that one. Uh, go for it. I think he's done. You think um, he's cooked? He, 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 he was really good. Like, he was actually insane. But now, he, he, he can't get around the fingers and he can't get shots off of what he used to do. Yeah. With cutting it from the right wing and taking that um, curving shot. I we just don't see him do that anymore. And I I think it's because he's right. He looks like a what a thirty four year old professional athlete yeah. usually looks yeah. like. Right. And it is it if especially if you're not gonna take care of yourself in the way that a LeBron did, or some of these guys that play later into their careers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, again, the man admitted he hired a personal trainer for the first time in his entire career yeah. earlier this season. So, you know. Oh, it's sad, dude. Because I, I don't, the last person in the world that I want to have this discussion about is him. Yeah. And we know that Father Time is undefeated and it's coming for us all. But, man, I, I don't want it to be Vela. I don't. Yeah, and there's almost like a, a level of respect there where it's like I don't even want to have the I don't even want to acknowledge it even though we have to. Yeah. But well, the other question is is like was he ever was he going to be willing to figure out a way to evolve or is Carlos Vela going to Carlos Vela and this is just it is what it is. Yeah, I mean he's, he's he doesn't have it in the middle. Part of me wonders do you have it in the middle of striker that is? We talked about him maybe working as a 10. I Part of me wonders, can Bawanga be as effective on the right wing? And can Vela just play as a traditional winger out on the left and play make from that side instead? Because part of, part of the problem I see is that if he can't get around that defender, he continues to drop and drop farther and farther on that left foot into the midfield, which doesn't really help all that much, right? We saw it a couple times tonight where he just has to play the ball to the opposing center back, and it's like, that's a fullback's job to circulate the ball in that way. Um, maybe if he can at least create a, enough space to send in crosses or something on his left foot, maybe maybe you can still make use of him. But, man, I, it's sad. It's sad. Maybe if he goes through, like, a 30-minute super sub role, he's got enough burst for 30 yeah. minutes at a time. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, I think the El Senior role is probably you know, his best bet at this point. I just wonder if it's something that he's he'll be willing to do. Yeah, yeah. All right, our next one from the Bacchanal at the Bacchanal. I want to bomb it. Missed chances change the game. If Bwonga run or long header goes in, totally different game. Instead, sloppy Leon goal allows them to park the bus and flop yeah. on the ground and Call stretches for 80 minutes or so. <laughs> Extremely disappointing. Worst LAFC game ever. Yeah, the Bonga miss is a bad one, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to disagree with any of the sentiment. Yeah. Probably, I feel like we, I have seen a worse game than this. But <laughs> Probably. 
Yeah, probably. It's it's definitely in the bottom five. Let's put it. That I mean, there was like a five-one Minnesota loss, right? In, yeah. In year one, I think. And we lost like six nothing last time we played. I mean, the three-four-three against Atlanta. Yeah. We got waxed. Yeah. So three, four, there was a bad. There was like a three or four goals San Jose game yeah. as well. Three-four-three three done well for this team. All right. Um, our next one from Ozzy Barajas at Ozzy three four three. Oh, that 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 hashtag, brother, you gotta change that one. <laughs> Just rearrange, re, rearrange some 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 numbers there, and maybe maybe this team gets off. The missed opportunity cost the game. We let it go, then they scored on their opportunity. Yeah, again, like that, this is how these things go sometimes. And if you don't capitalize and you leave it in the hands of of the officials to try and help you out, it's never going to happen. Yep. Um, Alan Kine at Tell a Tall Tale. This was supposed to be a special year. It isn't. The team was supposed to be special. It isn't. Dolo is a good MLS coach, but remember, he's a neophyte. We have two shots on goal and no midfield, no attack. Sad. Apart from first 15 minutes, he was owned by Leon Coach. So disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I th- again, I think... I think uh... If you caught him in an honest moment, he would admit to being, to getting too cute with this. Yeah. I have have little to disagree with there. You know, I think he's still, I think there are times where I think generally his, his approach in terms of being a man manager works really well for him. Yeah. And there are times where he needed to take, you know, this is, this is one of those games where he needed to put his stamp on it from a from a tactical perspective and really yeah. show something, and he it just wasn't there. You know, that's a good point because I think in general, right, and maybe not even in general, maybe maybe it's just an absolute fact. LEFC probably has the most talented roster in MLS, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe one or two other teams can dispute that point. Maybe and maybe it's like Seattle, who have really good quality depth everywhere, um, and you look at somebody like Real Madrid, right? They don't need much in league play. You can just be Carlo Ancelotti and be a man manager, and it's fine, right? But when you come up against other high-level teams that match you for talent, now you got to help get those players in the best position. And yeah. I mean, he was outdone tactically. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not dolo out. It would take a lot for me to get there. Um, but he was outdone today. Yeah. He's outfoxed big time today. And again, I think it's, like you're saying, like a guy like Ancelotti who's known for being a man manager or a club at a certain point, yeah. you have to be able to, at a certain, you know, again, when it really matters, you know, put your hand into the fire and really, and really show this is what, this is who, you know, this is how, how I manage it, and this is our tactic. And you didn't see that last year, right? And I think right. this, the same, the, the, that criticism has been made of Jurgen Klopp for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think he's had guys on the staff that have helped him get over the hump at times. Um, I do wonder, you know, like you said, it's, you do wonder if that's, that's the next evolution you need to see from, and they'll want to want to come. Yeah. Right. We can only say so much. Yeah. And a shield. One a double. And he's, you know, put him in. He's brought him back to the finals. Put him in good situation. Um, you know, and and again, and a lot of times, getting out of the way of a good roster is the best thing you can do. Yeah. But in this particular case, again, this is 
either he did too much or he did too little. I, yeah, it's hard I think, to tell which one was actually the case. I think it's I think it's an example of almost tinkering with the formula too much, overthinking it. I mean, if you just take it to its most basic level, you pulled off Tillman and Sifu, both of whom we were very critical of after the last match, and you put on Aaron Long. That's essentially what you're doing, right? You're trading one of those guys when you need goals for Aaron Long, who does not help you in that at all. Now, some people may quibble and say, well, you're actually trading for Chiellini because he didn't play in the last game. But, like, if Chiellini can go, he's going to start. So, really, it's Aaron Long that is is the guy that should have been left out of this lineup. And, again, and maybe that's a matter of – Chiellini just not having enough legs, and right, and again, that's where maybe you probably shouldn't have tinkered too much, knowing that that was the case. Yeah. yeah. Right. Our next, right. next from shoulder to shoulder. Um, if you gave a player grade, if you gave a player grade for that, would anyone be over five? I thought Mario had a good game. I thought he lost his cool probably too much. Uh, Mario's over a five for me. But he's um, like a six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he wasn't at fault for the goal at all, I don't think. Uh, he did a lot to drive the ball forward. I felt like he won a lot of his duels. Um, Mario played a Mario game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Without without a bonehead mistake. So then yeah. that, that automatically gets him on the positive side of the 1 to 10 scale. Yep. I'm trying to think of anything else that really jumped out. Um if Buke had been even a little bit more dangerous with his crosses or shots, I think he probably would have been up there. Oku, I thought, opened up the game a lot, but missed a lot of opportunities to play early balls, to find Bowanga once he – there was that one play where he was in behind and Bowanga's wide open and he's taking too many touches at the goalkeeper. So, I, I mean, I, there's not a whole lot. I, I really don't know. There's a couple guys that were close, though. Yeah. Plenty is probably the only other guy that I think – Yeah, Plenty had, Plenty had a played good game. A, played a good yeah. game. Was solid in defense, progressed the ball forward when he was able to. Yeah. Didn't make a ton of mistakes. You know, obviously came off injured. Um, but yeah, those those are two guys. But again, neither of those guys are winning you games. Right. That's the problem is like, right. For you to survive, you know, for you to to win that game, you needed to have game match winners play above a yeah. five level, and yeah. you just didn't get that. Yeah. All right. Next one here from Ozzy Barajas. Another oh, he's one. back. Yeah. Um, we let the, we let this one slip out of our hands. Goal perdonado, goal regalado, goal forgiven, goal gifted. I'll give you the translation right after. <laughs> Another one here from Ozzy Braz again. Sad to say, Leon played us. Yeah, no disagreement yeah. from us there. Next here from uh, Andy G. Oh, was actually responding to Jonathan um, saying. When long, this is talking about that long play again. I thought the same thing. I said Kirk is in here losing his mind right now. <laughs> Rivers was I did I did I talk a lot about Aaron Long today? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All you right. Guys caught me. From Michael Kang beats MLS needs to ease off the regulars so teams that want to be great in both domestic and continental competitions are hamstrung. Sure, but again, doesn't it's like you're not wrong, but also that's not the solution to said issue today. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, to be to be totally fair, I mean, LAFC hasn't had a league game in like two weeks almost, right? So I, I do agree. I do agree that they've got to they've got to make it they've got to make it easier for teams to compete in in CCL. 
and that means rosters and scheduling. Yep. But, yeah. It's, man. Next year, Ozzy Barajas, ref this, ref that. Shouldn't leave it in the hands of the ref. We are better than that. Maybe not tonight. Nope. No disagreement there. Yeah. And then Lionel Hutz from the cheap seat. Um, I don't know how to feel about the formation switch. In hindsight, it was a poor decision, but understandable. The desire to get Chiellini out there, but without a true target in the middle, a game plan focused around wingbacks pushing up and crossing seems regrettable. Uh, again, counterpress listeners, listeners are the smartest listeners. Um, back to Ozzy Brahas. Ozzy's heated, man. Replying to Lionel, at first it almost worked. <laughs> sure, almost true. Um, and then let's see. La- lastly, here, the man from UNLTD, uh, heartbroken and at how incredibly outclassed we were on both legs. The scoreline was flattering, not not no control or composure. Second, every ball could not cope with Leon's defending, which swarmed us constantly. No ideas on offense. Players could not create space. It was murder. Um, probably what's the word I'm looking for? Feels a bit. Harsh is not right, but maybe uh, there's a fancy word I'm looking for here, but I can't find it. Um, but, yeah, the, ultimately you're not wrong, but it maybe wasn't as bad as that. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. And then one more coming in from the Bacchanal late. Also, Effing Tillman just had to run his mouth before the matchup. With them <laughs> billboard material. Did Jack... S, but got dunked on for the first goal of the series. Leon never looked back. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a it's a situation that as a as young players will ultimately have yeah. to learn from, and you know, you you realize that those are the things you can't do, especially heading into these big matchups. Like, never give them more. But again, to be yeah. fair, I still think he's he's largely right. It's yeah. not like Leon comes out with a you know, it's it's not it's not Pep. Yeah. Or Klopp with like very, but they are incredibly good one v one and two v one and they find an outlet and then they just push whatever advantage yeah. they can find. And again, maybe it's like, is it is it a are they gonna is it a beautiful tactical masterclass? No, but it's Mourinho esque in terms fun of fun to watch, man. It's that's, it's, that's a good yeah. Team. It, it yeah. reminds me of like a well drilled Mourinho team yeah. that is going to do every. They're gonna fight for every ball. Yeah. They're gonna get stuck in. They're gonna make plays. Um, especially when you give them opportunities, yeah. and again, I think it's you, you. You just can't leave that to them, um, because again, they're they're not a they're a good team, right? Yep. There's a reason why they yep. made it there, and they beat the teams that they did on the way. Right. All right. Well, we just pulled in, so I think that's it. You can follow the show at Counterpress uh, underscore. You can follow me at Kirk Kinsey Josh. I'll see Josh on Twitter. Uh, if you want to see some of Rivers' highlights, you can go to flagstaffrevolution.org and go find him in the gallery. He's got a handful of bangers. There's yeah. a good plays up on there. Anything left to say before we get out of here, Rivers? Um, no. Uh, some good radio right yeah. there. Rivers, right. X, Rivers XG is higher than any of our teams at this point. <laughs> Which is all I care about, as you well know. It's all about XG, right? All right. We will talk to you all next. I don't know what the next game is, but we'll talk to you after that one. Good night.